Everyone, remain calm. Yeah, ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. And later there's running and screaming. Somebody talk to me, what is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. You're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. You want to consult here or in my bungalow? <laughs> Hold on to your butt. Well, we're back. Hello and welcome to the 54th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this longer episode, we have a top five segment with Jarrett Courtney, where we take a look at our top five scenes from the Lost World, and we also dive into a few of yours. Now, since we go pretty deep, and I mean seriously deep into our top five, we'll be skipping the news and other segments this week. I hope you are all having a great start to your Jurassic June, and have also enjoyed the debut of our brand new website. Don't forget to check out JurassicParkPodcast.com for all the latest news, podcast episodes, and community commentary. So why don't we get this episode started off by diving into the top five scenes from The Lost World. Hold on to your butt. To celebrate Jurassic June, we are giving away Jurassic World on DVD and The Good Dinosaur on Blu-ray. All you have to do to win is go to iTunes, Give us a five-star review and leave a comment with the hashtag Jurassic Giveaway and the DVD of your choice. That's it. It helps us and it helps you. We will be picking the two winners at the end of Jurassic June. Make sure to head to JurassicParkPodcast.com for more information on the giveaway. Anybody hear that? Five. Dinosaurs and men. Five million years of evolution. Four. You might be the fourth. Three. I'm going to contact the other three members of your team and I'm going to stuck them. Two. You're not too mean. One. That is one big pilot. This week, I'm joined by motion graphic artist and video editor who you may know from Silvermania, Jarrett Courtney. Uh, he is another huge uh, fan of The Lost World, and today we are bringing you our top five scenes from The Lost World, which uh, really has some standout moments throughout the entire series that you know, are better than uh, some of the, maybe even Jurassic Park itself. So, uh, Jared, how's it going, man? Uh, I'm just sitting here nodding my head at everything you just said. <laughs> um, I, I'm in full agreement. Yeah. Uh, and I'm very excited to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, I know I had I had a great time putting my list together um, because I think this film is probably one of the most interesting because of its tone and the way it's shot. And uh, mm-hmm. I, you mentioned specifically in our emails going back and forth that The Lost World holds up just as well, if not better, than the original. So what is it that makes it stand out to you? Man, like, I just feel like... <sighs> I constantly am... I feel like I'm always having like this argument with people who just don't... And I guess it's never in person so much. Maybe it's just <laughs> like internet trolling yeah, kind of, of stuff. Course. But I mean, like... Like, uh, I mean, I get it all the time, but uh, I I truly love this movie, and I don't know if it's out of – I thought – all right, so this is what happened today. Um, <laughs> so I got home from work, and uh, I watched 
Lost World, and I was very curious. I, I watch, I've seen the movie a million times, more than the first one. Um, and uh, and I sat down. I was like, "Is this just nostalgia?" Because, like, you know, every time I sit down before I watch this, I'm like, "Do I just like this movie because of pure nostalgia?" Because when I was a kid, um, Jurassic Park was already out. I mean, you know, Jurassic Jurassic Park is '93, um, mm-hmm. and then you know, Lost World came out. And I was too young to see Jurassic Park in the theaters. So the first big Jurassic Park thing I was introduced to in the theaters was Lost World. So I was just kind of trying to think if like, is this just nostalgia? Like, 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 am I just holding this movie above this other one? Because I like was able to experience like the, you know, the excitement of this movie. And as I sat down and was watching, I was like, no, that's it's not like like this movie is and like you said and i was gonna bring it up you know before uh just the way it's shot like the scenes have so much like they have the emotion is there like every scene i was watching i was like you know the spielbergian like like camera movements (laughs) and like just everything's so well crafted um and 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 even i mean we're gonna get into things you know really yeah. deep i'm assuming but uh <laughs> but just like and but like the script the script is like tight like oh, yeah it is it is a tight knit script like sure there's little loose ends maybe towards like the end a little bit but like mm-hmm. everything is set up and i kind of came to that realization a few days ago i was thinking about it because uh, in preparation for this i was like hey because everyone will bring up um, certain scenes from the movie, which we'll get into, and like that bother them, or they they always go to those scenes and just like, oh well, this happened and it ruined the whole movie, <laughs> and um, you know, and I'm like, no, like, but maybe they're a little bit schlocky or a little bit like, you know, maybe it's cheesy, but um, obviously you don't like having fun, first of all, um, and <laughs> yeah. uh, second, second, at least everything is set up. Uh-huh. You know, like there's a payoff to like yeah, every really. single line, and that's what I was noticing, especially this time, like, like watching through. It was like, oh, you know, high hide, you know, the the high hide part, and like, <laughs> like just like like you know, I'm not gonna get into specific, but like just every little thing that is talked about gets there's a purpose there. So yeah. anyway, yeah, there really yeah. is, and, and and you brought up a good point about the nostalgia and everything, because um, I when when Jurassic Park came out, I think I was seven years old. And yeah. I ex- I experienced it in the theaters, um, and I I was into I'm it. But yeah, but I I didn't get that like um you know like today when we we get excited for a movie you have like months in advance to prepare and and to get excited and to you know collect everything and do all that stuff. Well, the Lost World was certainly like that first moment uh, yes. for me even, and it sounds like for you as well because you know there were so many awesome toys which really hooked me oh. and kept me around. You know. Yeah, well, that I mean, not to interrupt you, but like, like that, uh, I'm gonna get super into that, like nice. when we're okay. off our scenes, because, like, because that, I mean, that was the biggest, and I know it's all a big marketing ploy, like you oh, know, like course, whatever. Yeah. But I do not care. Like, <laughs> I have so many Lost World toys. I still have them. They're the only things uh, that I refuse to like let go of, mm-hmm. like forever. Yeah. Like I'm gonna have my kids own them like if i ever have kids you know like it's just gonna be that's the thing i'm gonna keep you know yeah. i got rid of my power ranger stuff and <laughs> a lot of other things but uh-huh. like 
those lost world toys man like yeah exactly so yeah yeah there's just something about it like the entire design of that movie like from from the logo itself to the uh, if you i don't know if you remember like the uh vhs case was like that had oh that, yeah like, holographic on it and i so cool like i everything. have i have a i have a i i, I actually collect those do you the, awesome. the little holographic thing. I have like uh, forty of them or something oh, like man. that, like in a thing. Like, like, cause every time I go to the like the Goodwill or something like yeah. that, there's always like five copies <laughs> of, of Lost World, and I always take out just the uh, little holographic thing. And oh, God, I don't know yeah. why. I just think it's funny. It is like, so cool. It, yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. So. Yeah. Well, it definitely it strikes a chord, and it is so drastically different than yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about than the first Uh-oh. film. Oh yeah, um, and it's just it really stands out on its own, and uh, I think people really need to love this film and not have some sort of weird bias against it because I don't know. It seems like a lot of people don't like the fact that Jeff Goldblum's the lead, like he's not leading man material, which I think is completely what? false. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's. I've looked it up. Before. I've like kind of like researched what people hate about it. That was one of the things, and it just doesn't make sense to me because he is like the best in this movie and, and like you said i was just yeah. watching it before as well and and i'm just looking at him and the way he's acting and and uh you know his lines specifically it's just so realistic he just really brings it to life so i don't really he's, know what there's not to like about him in that he, yeah and and back to him like he is the least jeff goldblum than he is in like any other movie like <laughs> if you know what i'm talking about like there's like you know the, the quirks that he always has and he like really brings them out in the original Jurassic Park, but like there's mm-hmm. it's more nuanced, yeah. in Lost World, but it but it like works, mm-hmm. like and it's I not think... overbearing Jeff Goldblum, who yeah. I love, of course, I yeah. love him, I can I can watch him for days, but <laughs> I mean just you know like awkwardly saying things, but yeah, so yeah, I think I think you're right. It kind of he kind of brings that perspective as somebody who's been through that trauma from the first film, yes. so he's not as. He's not as like cocky or, or you know. Like oh my arrogant. god! Yes. He's scared like the entire film from the very start. He's he's nervous and he's uh, not action shows. star guy. Yeah, he's no. not like some kind of Bruce Willis character who just comes in to <laughs> yeah. save the day. You know, he's he is petrified through the whole movie, and that's mm-hmm. what's so great. And I'm so happy you said that. Like the the uh, anyway. Uh, no, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna keep going. I can. Gonna go on so many tangents here. I'm All right. So yeah. Well, let's so. get into it then. Um, why don't we start with your number five uh, top scene from the Lost World? Okay. Uh, my number five. So what I did, and I'll, I'll explain this a little bit. Uh, what I did was a little bit different. Like when you said to make a top five scenes, um, mm-hmm. I realized that every scene was my top five scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, sure, a lot of scenes are better than others, but you know, I just couldn't. It was so hard for me to. Um, to pick one uh, or to pick five you know uh but i think a big and i I tried to pick my most um the most like um maybe maybe scenes that people wouldn't really think of i guess necessarily Mm -hmm. um if you notice in the beginning um in the very like before the movie even starts it takes a very very long time for the picture to come up like for mm-hmm. it to, I think it fades. It fades onto the island, or whatever. Um, it, there's just like this long black, um, like like it's like almost too long, like where you just hear the waves <laughs> fading in, uh-huh. and um, and I always noticed that as a kid too, 
like I always thought maybe it was just a VHS that I was watching, but I realized it's the actual movie. Like <laughs> it takes a long time for it to kick in, but there's like this anticipation, and I just it brings me back to like seeing the movie for the first time, being like, oh, it's a Jurassic Park sequel, like that's so awesome. So like I think that that just the opening like shot, like mm-hmm. that is one of my favorite scenes is like just diving right in um you know um do i particularly love the opening whole scene like no you know i i think it's it, it's very effective i you know i i love it obviously like i love everything else but but like that specific like showing the island bringing your brain back to this world that uh you know that is the jurassic park universe um i think that's amazing like i think that was it was like so effective yeah um it's execution uh so like it's funny it's kind of ironic that one of my favorite scenes is literally a black screen uh, with (laughs) the uh with the waves fading in and it just shows the island i think that's great you know yeah you're right i i honestly i i don't know if i've noticed that before but i just you know i just put it on netflix and i noticed it that time without like oh, you did? Without, okay. without you preparing me or anything like that i knew about it and when i put on netflix you know you press play and yeah. and you see something come up but something didn't come up and i was confused i was yes. looking at my phone i'm like did the movie start like what's what's going on here and then you're right it fades in and uh i think that's like a subtle attempt to kind of set the tone it's it's strange but i think it works yeah, I think it was like an artful, like, and just like, I think uh, I'm going to crack up a lot. Because <laughs> I think like, just like, like saying the word art and then Jurassic, uh, you know, um, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm going to say Jurassic World sometimes, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just like a confusing mess, but, uh, yeah, and Lost course. World, I think it's just like so funny, but I, you know, it, it is a piece of art to me. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so like, yeah, that, that so artfully done but yeah so um you go i want to hear all right my uh my number five is uh i'm gonna start a little bit more into the movie it's the stegosaurus scene okay um i i really love that sequence you know it's it's the second time i think we see dinosaurs in that movie and Mm -hmm. it's just it's it's such a majestic scene it's like it's like that basically that scene from the first film with the brachiosaurus and it kind of it does a great job i think of capturing that that awe that people expect from a Jurassic film. You yes. Know, we get that, oh. um, the, the great soundtrack from John Williams and it's kind of setting that tone right there. It's very calm and you just, it's graceful and you see these, these lumbering beasts just go across the screen. It's really, really a great introduction, uh, for that new dinosaur that we haven't seen before. Yeah, no, absolutely. And yeah, just the, uh, hey, you saying that like, it succeeded, um, I think, in that regard. And, um, you know, I, I obviously I haven't seen Jurassic World as often mm-hmm. as, uh, as any of the other movies because, you know, it's new. But, I mean, um, I think it, think it succeeded in that, like, wonderment where Jurassic World did not. Yeah. Um, like, you know, uh, like bringing the excitement back, seeing these dinosaurs, you know, seeing a new dinosaur that you've never seen in the Jurassic Park universe. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, it's yeah. an awesome scene. Yeah. I mean, you get so much from that sequence. And um, 
it's it's even a quotable sequence in my opinion. You get that oh whole God, yes. back and forth between um, Malcolm and Nick with you know there's like Sarah, Sarah, oh, Sarah. Oh, that, 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 so that's funny. one of my things actually. Is <laughs> like I I made a list of quotes. Okay, cool. As well, um, and yeah, one of them is uh, uh, what was it? Um, here I'm looking at my things and I have sloppy handwriting because I was writing while <laughs> I was watching this movie. Um, uh, but yeah. Uh no, like yeah, the whole Sarah Harding, how many Sarahs do you think are on this island? Yeah. Um, you know, that that entire like all the exchanges in that scene are fantastic. Yeah. Um yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know where to categorize like, you know, when I say like the best scenes, I, I didn't exactly know where to start and finish them. And this Except- is kind of like a long scene in itself. Oh, absolutely. So, that's why I'm like I'm like looking at it like all right should I stop it here or here or should I extend it to like when you see the I you know, I just kind of extended it to the entire Stegosaurus scene because it includes so much and I think just the fact that there's just an introduction to this dinosaur is great and you get that like scene with the the uh, baby animatronic which is one of the first things that, yes. that's so that's such a great animatronic and and yes. even the quote by Malcolm like she can't not touch she can't not yeah touch. she can't not touch it's it. just she so to funny it, yeah. like he's not trying to be like comical to per se you know too much no. but the way he comes off it's just it just makes me laugh every time like, and like like and he's like what'd you think you were gonna see he's like <laughs> I don't know giant iguanas and he's just yeah. like fruit cakes fruit cakes and he's just like <laughs> and I'm just like this is great like this is yeah. I was laughing today yeah. like I'd seen it a million times you know, <laughs> laugh, you know I know I, I must sound completely ridiculous while watching these movies because I crack up like I've never heard these lines before yes, so my wife probably time. looks at me like how many times have you seen this movie I'm yeah. like oh, a few hundred, and I just like start cracking up about it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. And and I think I told you in our emails together. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, at work, um, there's somebody that I work with, Nate. Uh, he, we quote this movie all the time. There's two things that we quote. We quote The Office, and we quote <laughs> the second Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. And um, it's and that's like like all yell. I work at a I work at a camp, and um. You know, I'll like yell from one side of the camp. I'll yell Sarah, Sarah, <laughs> and he'll go, he'll go, how many Sarahs do you think are on this island? You know, it's like things like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. And it's, it's, it pays off too. You don't realize it at the moment, but later on in the movie, um, they're looking for Nick and, and, uh, and, and Malcolm's like, Nick. Nick Van Owen and he like he does that yeah. and it, it does there's no like joke or anything to it but I feel like it's a subtle callback to right. that I moment didn't even you know think about that yeah that's <laughs> actually great yeah wow I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about that's yeah. awesome so that was my number five um it's such a great scene so uh what's your number four uh well you know what I'm gonna think I think my four is gonna be your five because <laughs> okay <laughs> um, I, I, we're definitely gonna yeah you know, flow right into overlap it. right here. So um, yeah, no, it's definitely like I was gonna say the the back and forth uh, between the characters um, in that scene uh, mm. was fantastic. Um, you know, just the the um, but then you, but then you, it's 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 great because you get a little bit of um, you get a little bit of that tension. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the first, like uh, I mean, besides the opening, it's the first um, very uh, like um, t- 
intense scene where you have the where you have the stegosaurus actually like defending its kid um you know which is a element that plays in throughout the whole movie which is you know uh the parenting element yeah. of the yeah, uh, right. animals and the, i mean that's kind of the overall theme i think of the movie uh is just like animal nature uh you know oh, i guess of all the movies kind of um yeah. but yeah it's just like that these animals are nurturing yeah, that, you know, and that's a really good point because there is so many examples of that, even with Ian and, and his daughter. So yes, yeah, yeah, no, it, it yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but uh, I guess you know what? I'm gonna pull this one out of the hat, and I'm gonna say you know I'm not gonna overlap with you. It's just to mix it up. I think um, <laughs> when uh, what's the daughter's name again? Kelly. Kelly, thank you, thank you. Um, this one set my tongue. So <laughs> Kelly, uh, um. I think my one of my favorite things is uh, is the when she starts the fire uh-huh. at the uh, at the camper um, the uh, the big giant camper uh, and um, which is great because it's so one big uh, this movie is like kind of one big Chrysler commercial so, <laughs> um, not as bad as Jurassic World but uh, yeah like you know in Jurassic World when Basically. it stops it, yeah it just oh, becomes. Yeah. That 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 one stop of the Mercedes there is I, like I, I loved commercial. it actually. Yeah. I was racking up. I was like, "Yep." I was like, "That's it." And like, <laughs> it's like people got so mad. I'm like, "No, man. Have you seen the other movies? Like, they're they're car commercials, man." Yeah, of um, course. So yeah, I mean, you got to do it. Um, uh, I have no problem with product placement as long as it's it's done in in a way that makes me laugh or you know or you know just flows into the movie. But yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, this big uh, Chrysler camper thing and um whatever it is and uh yeah so she starts the fire and then uh eddie carr uh says i think eddie carr says it um he says um do you see a resemblance yeah um and uh, <laughs> what was it what character? I think, uh, nick nick said it oh nick does nick say it okay yeah yeah nick says th- yeah nick said it to eddie and he goes you see a resemblance and he just like <laughs> shakes his head and like that that cracks me up because obviously it's not his kid like i mean like you know yeah there is zero resemblance i mean even in the first film he said what like how many wives did he have yes like oh so three or something like that or or kids he has three kids i think um so yeah he's got kids from all over the place so yeah i mean obviously nick doesn't know that but that's it's it's hilarious though awesome and and uh and even um hammond says in the beginning of the movie um he says, uh, you know, leave it to you to have um, affiliations or even liaisons with, <laughs> you know, with, with some of the top people in the field. Like, he's, yeah. he's a rock star. Like, oh, that's yeah. what he was before the, all this. Or, sorry. Oop. Uh, <laughs> but all this stuff happened to him. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, no. And that brings his character, like, to life, I think. And, oh, God, we, we just segued into something completely different. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That's a th- that's kind of the thing with like a top five segment is it's never just a top five. <laughs> yeah, no, it really isn't. No, <laughs> especially when everything kind of like connects. So, yeah, yeah well, All that's right. like I said, you, you don't know where to cut the scene short, you know, because because mm-hmm. you can't because there's so many good, you know, features in a specific could, area of the movie. Because I could take that whole entire scene. Like as soon as they get they say there's a fire. You know, there's a fire at base camp. Like everyone's so believable in that scene. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like uh, 
it's it's such it's such good character direction. Like I I think this is Vince Vaughn's best movie, and I mean that's not saying much, but you know I think he's fantastic <laughs> in this, and he really you know, is. You know, he, it, he's got to come back. I, I yeah, mean, need him I back. mean, well, he did do uh, True Detective. That was terrible. That was <laughs> I, I gave up after two episodes. I think is that what happened? Okay, yeah. yeah I think yeah, you know, a lot of people are very upset about that. But and I, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, they should bring him back. But then when I heard about that, I was like, oh, cool. And then you know, then I didn't hear good things, so I didn't even try. But yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but no, like that entire scene um, from the start of the fire to and then as soon as like Engine, like when he says. Um, she says, uh, "He cut the he cut the umbil- umbilical, Dad." And yeah. then, um, and then uh, Eddie Carr looks up and he's like, "What? What's the chopper?" It says, "Engine on the side of the chopper." What he said, two teams. Like that's something teams? I always quote too. <laughs> yeah, like I'm always like, "So you said two teams?" You know, it's, it's great. Like it's just like everyone is so believable. Yeah, and um, uh, yeah, like that entire segment. Um, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, I think one of the best quotes is um, again from Eddie is uh, uh, rest in peace, Eddie. Uh, he oh. um, he said, "Oh man, jeez." Oh, he says, uh, "Technology was it violence and technology, not good bedfellows." Yeah, and, uh, and I was like, that, "That's great," you know. Yeah, and uh, I like yeah. you. You think about the lost world just overall. You're not necessarily thinking of how quotable it is. But you can apply like so much of of these films and this film particularly like to like your everyday life, and it just works so well. Oh yeah, yeah. You just <laughs> kind of like say these like little lines that are just great. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm gonna hear your. All right, what are we on number four? Yeah, I think. Still I, I'm still on four. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm skipping so, forward a little bit. I'm going to the uh, the RV attack. Yes. Okay. So yeah, this is like a very pivotal scene. And, you know, it's, I, I would say, you know, one of the most action-oriented scenes. But that's not why I love it. Okay. You know? And it's kind so, of like we've been talking about. It's all those Why do moments. you love it? Well, <laughs> let's let's start from, again, I don't know where to, par- to start and end this scene. But Just let's start, start from the high hide. And I'm not going to okay. touch on that too much. But we have Eddie is up there with Kelly. And you know it's going to be bad when you see those trees, like, just start yes. to shake. And you yes. know something big is coming through there. Mm-hmm. So I, I just – and once we get back to the trailer and, and Ian and Nick and and uh, Sarah are there with the, the baby Rex, I think that camera work inside that trailer. It, yes. You know, like from inside the trailer to outside the trailer, I, it's, it's yeah. incredible. Like the framing – you get that framing on Malcolm's mm-hmm. face and you have like the Rex kind of blurry behind him. And then when you're on the outside of the trailer, it's the opposite. You know, you have the Rex in the foreground and, and, the, and uh, Malcolm and, and everybody, you know, the company in the middle or in the background. And I think it's just – it's incredible work. And also the fact that um, – you know, he filmed this entire sequence. You know, the RV flips over with the camera inside. Everybody's in there. The whole thing's rotating. Um, then the thing goes over the cliff. There's just so much camera work. And it's all filmed, like, on a soundstage. And, uh, you know, they just they blew me away because you never know it's a soundstage. But I remember, you know, watching all those behind the scenes from the, the DVD or, or wherever. Um, that it's the soundstage and it looks so realistic there. But then they blend it with all these real life elements like like the cliff itself. You know, you get to see the water down below and all the rain elements. It's just so awesome. And there's so much tension, I think. Um, specifically when, when Sarah falls on that glass 
there's probably, I mean, maybe aside from like the T-Rex breakout in the first movie, there's not much more in, in terms of tension, like in the series, like this is yes. the peak of tension, you know, yes. like the, the cracking, you know, glass and the shots from the outside again and the inside again. It's just, it's incredible the way, uh, you know, Steven shot that. And again, it's super quote, quotable, um, you know, she's got her, her lucky pack and, uh, yeah. you know, this is going to be bad or, you know, whatever he says. And mommy's very angry. It's yeah. just, there's so many quotable moments in this sequence. And I think that's, that's yeah, one of the reasons why I like it. Yeah. Hold on. Hang on to something. And it's just like, yeah. it, it's just, it's perfect. And, uh, this is definitely one of those, those scenes that I continually quote. Yes. No, that's, uh, it's amazing. And, um, when it comes to like creature movies like that, like Jurassic Park, well, I mean, it goes beyond anything that's a creature movie but uh you know like it's using every trick in the book um and Mm -hmm. and and it's really great because you have all those practical things happening and just like yeah like you said like the sounds like it's great you would never know that this is like i mean the only thing that you'd be able to like kind of pick out you'd be like that cliff isn't there but yeah no of course the cliff you know like the water isn't really down there like you know it's a a freaking you know (laughs) i mean you can't do it but yeah it's uh it's so perfectly shot and when it just zooms into malcolm's face before the before the t-rexes come back mm-hmm. like like that entirely like, like i remember the lighting just being perfect like, mm-hmm. i was just like picking oh, yeah. things out like that and i'm like god i'm like i'm like this is so nice and um and if you want to even bring it back even like if you want to bring this whole scene back farther and I think this is what makes this movie great, first of all, is that we can't pick out exact scenes. Is that yeah. because each scene flows from one to the next? Yeah. Um, well, like, like you don't know where to end or begin it. And and that's I think that's what great storytelling is. Um, and, uh, yeah, so you, you have, like, his, like, little banter with the uh, with the boat. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> and, like, like, you can't get the right signal and, like, that whole – like, it's great. It's, like, you know – I mean, it goes all the way back to the – it's a callback to like the switches and like him with him with like just technology like um Mm -hmm. it's just great that he can't like can't get the hang of it he's just just like he's just like incredible mathematician but with these like um newfangled technology like the satellite phone and like all this stuff he can't get it to work and you know and all that stuff is set up yeah and and I think that's I think that's where I'm gonna get into my number three. Actually, nice. do it. Yeah, do it. Uh, yeah, Throw I'm it just in. gonna segue right now. <laughs> um, the uh, I'm gonna call it the um, what I call it the uh, toy store scene, and um, I, I call it the toy store scene because we're introduced to all the toys that I wanted <laughs> when I was a kid, and it's the garage scene, and yeah. um, and probably one of the most quotable sections of the entire movie again I'm, I'm sticking to a lot of things in the beginning i'm realizing but um there's other things it's hard it's to. hard not to the beginning is incredible yes yeah it really is and um and i i think and i said this in the in the beginning i'm gonna segue again um is that i think the most ironic thing that is gonna happen as we keep talking is that a lot of these our favorite scenes are going to be things that just don't involve dinosaurs at all. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's character driven scenes. Like mm-hmm. you don't need the dinosaurs there for it to 
and I think that's fantastic. Well, like, yeah. you know, yeah. it's just great. And you know, I, we have not we've only seen um, the copies at this point. Like, like I mean, we've barely seen any dinosaurs, and mm-hmm. I still there's still just a plethora of like amazing scenes, and in the Toy Store scene as i'll call it uh it's just it's it's fantastic like i mean i'm catching all these like things going on in the background it's like uh eddie is just saying like you know like what each like all these objects and like the banter between malcolm mm-hmm. and him and you know like um and then when uh when, when uh I keep wanting to say Vince Vaughn when uh when <laughs> when Vince Vaughn's character comes in and uh or Nick, sorry. Yeah. Uh, he comes in. <laughs> it I, just I sounded to, right to me. My tongue, and I'm like, I'm like, oh god, what is it? Is it Vinny or Nick? Nick. Uh, when Nick comes in and he does this whole like, uh, you know, ends with the the Greenpeace, uh, um, you know, photography yeah. section and and like that entire scene and seeing all the awesome vehicles that you know they honestly barely really use. But I mean, um, yeah, yeah. It, it's just like, but, but I mean, I think that's. That adds to the storytelling in general. You say you have all these things. You look so prepared for this, mm-hmm. you know, this adventure, and they are just not prepared at all. No. It does not matter. <laughs> uh, chaos again. Chaos. You know, it, yeah. it just ensues, just like, um, just like, you know, Malcolm says <laughs> in the first movie, uh, and he was right in the beginning of the movie, yeah. where he's like, "You're just making new mistakes." Uh, um, you're just making all new ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you know, I won't make the same mistakes again. Oh, you're just making all new ones. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, it, I think you're right. It's it's that banter and and the I you know I think we have to like give it to whoever the casting crew was for this movie yes. because they got it right. You ne- you wouldn't necessarily think, uh, and I know this as a fact because I scour Twitter constantly. You wouldn't mm-hmm. think of of um, now. I'm confusing the names. Uh, Vince Vaughn. I, I kept wanting to say yeah. Nick Van Owen. Um, yeah. You wouldn't think of him as as a Jurassic Park movie guy, but there he is. He's in this movie, and and on Twitter I scour it constantly, and people are like, "Oh, I had no clue." You know, Vince Vaughn was in the, the Jurassic Park movie. What? what he was what's still. Going on? I think he was still trying to be a really serious actor then. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think he was a comedy kind of like you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, not as not to the extent that you know you know he is now, which is kind I mean, of a shame. Yeah, and he's he's definitely funny in this movie, but I mean like where it's natural, you know, mm-hmm. like just like every other funny thing that's in this yeah. movie. And um, yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, go no, it's just about like the the characters and and everybody's casted perfectly, and um, Eddie's a great cast casted guy there he he works it perfectly and and you, oh, you yeah. believe him as somebody who's trying to set up this whole thing what's, and, and what's this uh, actor's name uh, um, what's his, uh, he, uh he, richard schiff richard he's he's in uh west wing and that's oh, okay. um he's great in that he's Is he? he's he's great he's like in a bunch of things he was i watched i it was it was, <laughs> it was uh almost uh i had fun watching you know John, johnny english movies oh yeah 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 he was in uh the second one I, I didn't get around to seeing that one. It's it's it's, it's uh it's a movie. Stupidly um, funny, I'm sure. Right? Yeah, no, it's more bearable than other things. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, he was in it for like two seconds. Oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, Eddie Carr's in here. What, what's he doing? <laughs> um, gets shot in two seconds. Uh, yeah, 
It's oh, and, and speaking about Toy Shop, like he's one of my favorite toys. He yes. doesn't resemble his character by any no. means, but he's nope. awesome. Yeah, it's so good. And I'm like, <laughs> this is Eddie? He's supposed to be like a pudgy, like, bald man. Yeah. yeah. It's not him. Yeah, and, it's so and funny. The, the, the bull T-Rex comes with uh, the, the guy that you it can eat. Yeah, the whole thing yeah. was that it could eat the character. Uh-huh. But then it's like, it comes with like a thing a cage that that is that is that supposed to be him inside I don't know the cage who that's supposed to be i don't like, know if it's I, I forget to... if it's supposed to be somebody or not but whoever it has that... like blades on yeah, it and it's like <laughs> it's like really upsetting i'm like this is an awful part of this toy like, i do not like, like let's let's put it in real life terms like so yes. that that guy in that cage he planned on getting eaten by a t-rex yes. just so he could extend those blades and just and, and, tear it up. And, and all of its insides would just oh, spill all over the ground. It's terrible. That's it's horrible. I, 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 I can, can't deal with that as much <laughs> as I can deal with Eddie Carr getting ripped in half. Um, oh, God. I know. There's uh, something There's something about, like, you know, uh, an animal or a, or a dinosaur getting killed versus a human. I think yes. we, were, we were watching... Uh, daredevil last night the second okay. season and there's a scene with an animal and and my wife's like they better not do anything to that animal but oh, prior no. to that scene 55 humans were just killed so yeah. it, it was oh, okay yeah. but yeah yeah um no exactly as soon as it's like an animal it, it's feeling, yeah. especially, especially like you know not a real animal like no you know you it's still like have those feelings t-rex like you know <laughs> um i mean i think roland emmerich is Friggin' te- a terrible director, but <laughs> I got very, very upset when Godzilla died at the end of uh, oh, the yeah, end of that like that was sad. That <laughs> whole was. movie was sad, but that was very sad. Like that, yeah. was, like I actually felt for. I mean, I guess it shows you how much the characters meant to me. But I mean, <laughs> I cared more about the Godzilla Nick Tatopoulos or something. Nick Tatopoulos. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, at uh, least there was there was like. 150,000 raptors left over in uh, Madison Square Garden, right? Or did they bomb that? I forget. Oh, they there bombed it. There was just one left at the end. Oh, one? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that was like the whole thing. Like, we're going to make a sequel or something. And then, yeah, then no, uh, no. And Puff Daddy starts singing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, it, I don't even... We could do a whole thing on Godzilla, man. Oh, like, God. <laughs> but anyway, so... um, Anyway, back to... <laughs> <laughs> no, somewhere in number three i think <laughs> uh okay um yeah so i guess that's what i was segueing is to the rv oh the toy store yeah that's yeah, right. yeah yeah so i mean yeah that whole entire scene i think is great mm-hmm. and and all the and then um i think um yeah uh it's actually that that's gonna be like a two-parter so i'm gonna go back to you and right. what's your what's your number three? Well, I don't know how many parts this is going to be because it's going <sighs> to it's be segueing it's segueing straight from yours. Yes. So you literally have your your toy shop scene yes. with with everything you know all that stuff, and then we start Malcolm's journey, and that that sequence there I, I think it stems maybe from um, John Williams soundtrack. You know you have Malcolm's journey the track, which is is an incredible track. But um, that song starts playing right after that. You know, I think it kind of plays as that scene's wrapping up. Was and, it the? Yeah, that well, that sequence, but, uh, but, but it starts. Like the actual, it starts much okay. more ominous. 
It starts okay. with like a little, like few little notes here and there, like questionable notes. You don't really mm-hmm. know what's happening, and that's when Kelly starts to get into the camper and and look at the map and everything, and and, and yes. you know she decides yes. to stick around. But I know exactly so, what you're talking about. It's I'm so such excited. an awesome scene. This whole journey from chills. Yeah, I know, really, because like you you hear that music and you're like, oh god, this is I got the I got all the feels right now. This is it. This yeah. is it. Yeah, so they're yeah. they're journeying to the island. Um, so they're on the boat and you have like the whole um, sequence with Vince Vaughn and he's he's talking with the the boat guy, you know, mm-hmm. about the five deaths and and uh, how they, Mortes, yes. yes. It, it's like that's such a a quotable thing and and uh, a memorable moment and you get to see uh past that you get to see the the vehicles in action for the first time mm-hmm. so you see which we're missing one mercedes strangely enough because in that shop yeah, there was three <clears throat> but uh did they on... say something though like i feel like they mentioned that did like, they there isn't that many plot holes in this movie and i feel like <laughs> that's why like how tight i felt about the movie well, I, I could be wrong there could be a million but i, I don't mean, know but it, it, they, they mean do, do do they mention it do you i don't think they do but i there's... feel like they say something about them not being ready yes that's what i was going to p- touch on because he yes. says like we're supposed to leave in three days or whatever you know it's it's too quick yeah. or whatever so that's what i'm kind of assuming is they left one of them behind but yeah. um but no aside from that like the vehicles are so memorable like you touched upon uh, that rv is just a beast every aspect of it and it's you know an incredible toy um oh and- yes uh, yeah it is my favorite it is my prize yeah. oh you, you have that one oh yes i have a whole story with that okay but, yeah uh, we'll, we'll touch on that then absolutely um, yeah we'll um i yeah and i have or no i don't have this is ridiculous i, I didn't mean to say that um the m-class uh mercedes you know those those memorable mercedes vehicles they're so awesome and yes and yeah. uh i uh my mom bought one of those when i was a kid around that time and i was like so pumped to have like that vehicle except it was only painted white so it was way way more lame than the, oh. Uh, the camo oh an color. actual car okay, okay yeah no an actual an actual vehicle my mom That's bought awesome. the real vehicle and i was like yes this is so cool that but, is awesome. But like so much of that scene, like the whole journey to the island, it's just so incredible. And that theme, I think the way Spielberg captures the look and the way Williams really, he like really completes the sound and, and makes it feel like just the way Spielberg is capturing it. It's just so adventurous and it really helps set the tone, um, you know, past a few prior things that I'll touch on in a little bit. But yeah, that's my number three, Malcolm's Journey. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, I guess, wow, we're just gonna segue off of each other because you're <laughs> talking about music, and it's funny because then my number, uh, what are we on two now? Yes. Two. Uh, my number two is the entire raptor scene, Ooh. and I'm going way ahead. Oh yeah. Um, I'm going from when it like I want to start like from when they, he starts yelling, "Don't go into the long grass," which I scream all the time. <laughs> In my everyday life, um, <laughs> you know, it, I, I live in the middle of a city and there's no grass <laughs> no, anywhere, no but I, grass. Still, I still yell it at people and they look at me like I have three heads and I don't know why, but I, they just shouldn't go into the long grass. Um, but uh, yeah, he's like, don't go into the long grass. And uh, yeah, that uh, was his name, RJ, I think his name uh, is. It's a, no, it's uh, AJ. AJ. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I know. I always thought it was RJ for the longest time, but then uh, you know you go to IMDb and it's like RJ. Oh. Yes. Yeah, they do. Or it's like the toy. I don't even know if they had a toy of them. Oh uh, yeah, know. probably. Yeah. Yeah. The toy I, did, I didn't have him. 
No, I didn't have him either. I was pretty... I mean, yeah, he doesn't make it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, you know, like, you see the, um, like, the, the music kind of, like... I don't think there's even any music yet when they're running into the grass. I, I think remember. it's, like, pretty... I think it's, like, or it's very subtle. And um, you just see the rat their tails go up, and you see the people start dropping, like, like you know, like, uh-huh. they start falling under. And then finally you see one jump up attack the only black guy you know of course um and uh and (laughs) and um and uh yeah um so we we start there um and then i go all the way up until um so everything between that and um yeah so malcolm and his like they've all separated so like malcolm and his crew are getting separated and um you know, he hurts his leg because he falls down the thing. And, like, mm-hmm. it starts with him, like, walking. And it's just a skeletal, like, um, looking yeah. rib cage um, kind of thing, like, structure. And uh, and it's just, like, you got this ominous thing, like, oh, oh. Uh, anyway, um, I... Uh, <laughs> um, I did that for comedy. Uh, that, of course. That, that last F, yeah. Uh, yeah, um... <laughs> So, yeah, uh, he, um, you just get this, like, ominous feeling. You're like, oh, man, this is going to be the raptor scene. Like, I mean, this is great. Like, and it's done so wonderfully. Like, there's so many, like, funny parts. And, like, 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 like it's, like, it's got all that, like, tension that mm-hmm. you get from, like, like, sure, it's not as, like, stark you know, it's more of like an actiony kind of scene, mm-hmm. but no one's an action star. Again, like I said, yeah, like yeah, everyone's yeah. just kind of like trying to survive, and um, and that's why I'm so happy. It didn't turn into like a, I don't know if you watch Star Trek at all, but like like it didn't turn into like a Star Trek Nemesis kind of thing where, <laughs> you know, you have uh, um, Picard flying in on a on a rope trying to be like uh, you know, like I said again, like a Bruce Willis kind of character. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like older characters trying to do stupid things and um yeah like like it's like literally like there's a scene where malcolm goes from one side of the doorway and then the raptor goes to the other side and it's like them going like back and forth like kind of like the raptor doesn't know what to do Mm -hmm. doesn't understand what like what the window is yeah yeah. it jumps through the window and it's like or they like go like i have like a back and forth and then when he runs out of the house the raptor instead of going through the door it jumps through the window <laughs> in the background and it's just like this like this subtle little thing so and it like falls awesome. on its face because it doesn't like understand like what's going on and like and then he jumps in the car and then you have the raptor trying to get into the car and at the same time you oh, have like terrifying. all this tension there's so much tension yeah i remember being scared as a kid yeah and um like like even now like you know it's a very tense scene and you have like then you have the two uh female characters you know like digging um trying to get like on one side and i thought it was kind of silly that the raptors were digging on the other side but i mean i think it was that duality kind of like it was raising the tension that the the raptors are doing the same thing and they finally get under it and then the raptors come you know but like they're already there on the other side and then um yeah you you just like that whole entire like little segment and you know at the same time you have uh van owen you have him and i love Oh, oh my god the scene you know i could save that no i can't because i only got one more but um <laughs> like like you know what yeah you know what i'm gonna save the next thing i think for uh the next part but okay going back to 
music. Um, the raptor scene music with mm-hmm. the drums and like the oh, yeah. it, it. I think that's my favorite piece of music in the entire um, movie. I think, um, yeah. I mean, like the theme's amazing. It's so memorable to me, just as memorable as the, as the original Jurassic Park theme. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, um, but yeah, like the the with the, with the drumming, like I, I, you know, you haven't heard anything like that in no. a Jurassic Park movie, and it sounds like so tribal and like mm. uh, you sound like it sounds like you're in this like <laughs> wilderness. You're not in a park anymore. Yeah, you know? it's wild. Yeah, it it is wild. Yeah, that's exactly the right word. The, to give it so yeah that that music is incredible like like you said with those those pounding like uh um bongos and stuff like that and then yes. you get those like sharp shrills like from the um, i guess trumpets or whatever um and it's just like it's blaring it in your face and it, it's it kind of goes along with the raptors and this the darkness of the scene and it it scares you like because you, you're not expecting those those like shrills and impacts and it, it's it really really sets the tone it goes brent Yep. <laughs> well, like you have this, like, like, uh, yeah, and then, then it, like, it's really cool because you, you think everybody's safe again. I think at one point, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember like the exact, seg- like, exact part, and then it picks up again. It like ramps up again. Like yeah. the music like trails off, and then it picks up again because then you have like Sarah climbing up the. Okay, yeah, it's when it's the infamous. <laughs> Which everyone is wondering if you're going to touch on it. Of course, I'm going to touch on it. Of course, because I'm going to defend it. Yeah, I'm going to defend this scene. Whereas, like, you can complain, you can and complain all you want, and uh, about this scene, and like everyone brings it up anytime I bring up this movie about how great it is. As they say, well, that that uh, you know, uh, the, the the black girl kicks the raptor out of the thing and i'm like dude okay first of all you're narrowing a, a masterpiece down to one scene um mm-hmm. yeah and, and, uh uh yes of course i do th- do i think it's schlock do i think it's corny yes but yeah it's set up it's set up completely <laughs> like like yeah. there is like nothing the else very <laughs> Like in the very beginning of the movie, when you first see Kelly, and again, you know that goes along with my toy, the the toy uh, store scene, like like that, like that that entire exchange between Kelly and Malcolm is fantastic, and he says it's he's such a natural like, how is he so natural in this movie? Like I'm just thinking Don't about know. how how good he is because he he's he just seems it's such a believable like father character uh. that doesn't know what he's doing and um and he you know he's he talks about the, the you know her being and she's like i was cut from the team and then in that scene the music completely dies down and like yeah it dies down like it's the end of the scene like it's gonna be the end like she kicked the raptor onto the thing and then she jumps down and malcolm comes out from the side and he says the school cut you from the team like and that's so funny like, like I mean, it's so good like cause, because it's like it's like almost the movie realized how ridiculous of a thing that just <laughs> happened that like malcolm is now like addressing the audience about how ridiculous <laughs> that was it's like, the only way like, it works it's like it's like almost like he's telling he's like it's like unapologetic Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's great. Like it does not apologize for how ridiculous of 
a thing that just happened. And you know what? That makes it, like, believable. Like, that makes it, like, the fact that he's so flabbergasted that this happened. And he's just like, the school cut you from the team. <laughs> like, you got this little, you know, uh, Jeff Goldblum quip. And but it's like it's like almost like he's looking at the camera, like <laughs> yeah. he says that, like addressing the audience, like yeah, that was ridiculous. Deal with it, like. And I did. I dealt with it, and I think it's great. <laughs> like I think that scene's great. I think that yeah. entirety of that scene, and then the whole thing is that then it ramps up again because then you have you know there's still more raptors, and they go mm-hmm. out the one side, and then Sarah Harding's at the top. She has to get from one roof to the other, and that's great because oh, yeah. you have they're coming out and it's like real tension like you you know this yeah. raptor's right behind her and it's scary and um yeah and she pulls down the tie like you know it's like people are thinking of how to survive like what would you do and i think yeah. like she was doing what i would probably try to do like in this like you know in this scenario it's mm-hmm. not unbelievable no, sure no. the little gymnastic thing is kind of it's far-fetched but i mean like like everything else that's happening it's like what I'd be doing uh-huh. in that scene, like what Malcolm is doing again, like with the doorways and everything. And like, like, like I'd be running for a car. I'd be running inside and outside, like trying to like get away from this Raptor or, you know, like yeah. uh, it's just like everything. It, it, it cuts beautifully. Yeah. Um, and the, the fact that he subtly like locks the door with his foot. It's just genius. Yeah. And like, you would never, yeah. Come on. He knows they can open doors. Yes. So he's it's so funny yeah. that he just, you know, quickly like locks it with his foot. Like, don't I come in. I forget about that. <laughs> I actually didn't notice that this time. And I remember that yeah. that happens. And, like, just little things like that. And they're not even like, you know, and I'm going to bring up, uh, if I'm talking too much. No, no, know, keep talk, going. Okay. This is great. Okay. All right. All right. Um, and, and um, you know, again, I think where Jurassic World failed is where um you know it is in the is in the callbacks like it they they were kind of heavy-handed like 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 it, a lot of the callbacks were you know you, you literally like okay i'm gonna stop here because it's gonna bring me to my number one okay and i want to wait <laughs> all right um, yeah you're, you'll put it on pause for a second i'm gonna pause myself <laughs> i have to keep pausing myself because they keep going from one thing to the next well yes okay so the raptor scene fantastic um yeah like you said little callbacks um fantastic yeah. uh you go all right uh yeah we're uh number two right um i'm going all the way back to the very beginning right awesome. you know right about where you you um touched upon with your i think number five i guess um with that the intro of the movie and uh, you, you basically stated how it starts off with that black screen and it it's very you know you know tone setting and everything and I think that continues through that entire sequence mm-hmm. um, you, you basically as soon as the camera is going over the water towards the island it's like super ominous and it, it completely sets the tone for the rest of the film and you can you can basically sense like what type of film this is gonna be um, because he, you know Steven Spielberg's using all these very um, very dull tones and it looks you know it doesn't look as sharp and as bright as as Jurassic Park did you know all the vehicles in that film were bright colors you know you have red on the jeeps and you have green and red like you know amazing paint job on the explorers um, and there's just so many different stark comparisons there but in this film everything is dulled and dark mm. and, and scary and that music in the beginning is like 
complete is like really scary to be honest like it's just that growing like like it's just so creepy and it's basically like a halloween kind of theme and it's i i just love that opening of the movie um and it's like it's it's the first time you actually see what is happening in this world um after the first movie because the first movie really does wrap up fairly quick and you don't know what the consequences are or what you know what yes. happens next you do not know because all you get to see is them just finally they just got off the island and they're escaping on a, a helicopter but that's mm-hmm. it it cuts off so this is the first thing you see and you and you're wondering like what is going on in this world and you're you're introduced to the bowmans that you know the family with the boat that goes to the uh, island there you know super rich people that apparently you know park their boat outside of an a random island and just set up lunch on the shores. Like I don't know anybody that does that, but that's <laughs> that's what they did. That's pretty, they did it, and, and they Scared. paid for it. They paid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, literally. Yeah. <laughs> the compies attacked, and and that's the first time you got to see a compi, which is it's become a, a pretty um, important and iconic piece of of Jurassic Park lore now. Yes. And, uh, you know the way they blended the the puppets, the the little tiny little compy puppets with the cgi in that scene it's great i love it and it looks it's believable and i just i absolutely love those things every time i mean you know the difference between the two but every time i see one of those puppets i'm like oh my god i just want to take you home it's just so yeah so cute (laughs) i can't adorable it's it's adorable yeah that's that's how the girl reacts too yeah you know like this little and you're like oh and you're just like but she's like super into this like little dinosaur yeah and i, I want to say like you know i'm not gonna cut, not gonna cut you off no, but like ahead. like you are hitting like these technical things that are you're just hitting them on the head like, like i mean like and i it's like you know you don't notice it but your brain is kind of noticing it and um uh yeah like i totally like as an editor like um i totally like like getting that um getting that feel like this is a different movie mm-hmm. like yeah. like you know you know like this is this isn't what Jurassic Park is yeah. like this is going to be an adventure kind of like i mean it's going to be a completely different um monster i guess is another <laughs> way to put it and um yeah like the colors like like the the, the music like everything just like just just sticks with you at least with me and um and and yeah, and like you're saying with the world, um, you know, I don't want to bring up the books too much. I mean, because two, they're two diff- different. Yeah, things, yeah, they're totally different um, things. But and uh, but like, I love how actually like all three movies take things from mm-hmm. take things yeah. from the first two books or the only two books. Um, but uh, yeah, like you know, like the, I mean, I don't want to talk about three, but you know, <laughs> but like, I mean, I like three. I, I think there's a lot of great things. Yeah. In there. I'll defend it to the end of the earth, also, just for certain things that I think are hilarious. But I mean, um, but yeah, you, you know, pterodactyl scenes taken from the third one, and then you mm-hmm. get, or, or it's taken from, uh, taken from the first book, um, yeah. and uh, which is great. Uh, and uh, spoiler alert. Um, and but um, yeah, so. <laughs> For those of you who have not read Jurassic Park, um, get on that. Uh, get on it because <laughs> it's a fantastic book. Um, yeah. So, um, but what's great is that you see, con- you read all the consequences in the book, 
Um, yeah. And you don't get that from the movie. Again, I don't want to compare the two because they're two different things. You know, I mean, Michael Crichton helped write the script. Like, like you know, obviously, you know, I, I, I take into consideration that this is a completely different like this is another book Mm -hmm. like this is another story yeah like it's based off of the book um so uh yeah like um you know what is um uh yeah yeah so so seeing what this it's creating this world and um ironically uh it's creating this (laughs) world and um and it yeah like you said like what would people be doing in this world like yeah. they rich people would be parking their boats like some random rich <laughs> like that would happen like that's a believable thing uh-huh. like these super rich people just like happen to happen to like park next to this <laughs> boat like because they don't know like the costa rican government like you know they're not aware of like the sanctions that are put on the island and stuff like that or yeah. if there was even yet it was it was the flight space was that why uh, i i would assume things are in place at this point but maybe they just kind of uh you know went into uncharted territory and just uh you know stumbled yeah, upon the wrong spot it. you know yeah exactly but, but um, you mentioned like the books it, it this takes like straight from the books in a way you know yes and and you might not realize that I, obviously if you hadn't read the book you, you don't realize it at all but but you don't you might not realize it as soon as the movie starts you're like okay this there's a oh i get i kind of get it now like now it's you know it's taking from the first book which is a little strange because you know they have a second book but um yes. but you know it, it it's a great um i think it's a great start to this film and yes. it it sets the mood and it really it sparks the entire film to be honest like you know none of this oh maybe you know it would have no actually i don't think any of this would have happened because because the girl was injured is how the board of directors, you know, yes. kicked out Hammond and and well, uh, put Ludlow in charge. Yeah, and that uh, I, I'm not going to jump too far ahead, but I, like, like I was going to make a special recommendation or a special my a, one of my favorite scenes is a scene that doesn't even happen in the movie. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and it's the boardroom scene. Yeah, exactly. And I remember as a kid, and I know we're jumping around, but like uh, as a kid, um. Uh, I remember, I think, uh, I forget what channel it would be on. What, what, I feel what like it track? was always on, like, TNT, right? Yeah. They, or something well, I like mean, that. like, this is, this is, like, when it first came out on, like, DVD or, yeah. or VHS or whatever. And, like, I remember there, there, it was, like, the, it was, like, the premiere of Jurassic Park on, or Jurassic, or, um, sorry, Lost World <laughs> on, um, on, uh, on television. Yeah. And they were, like, with bonus scenes. I know. And I'm, oh. like, oh, my God. And I'm, like, watch. it's, like. This is like before DVDs were like everyone had a DVD player and like or, or there wasn't even the DVD yet and like I didn't know what they were and I was like oh like oh there's what there's more scenes <laughs> oh my god know. you know just like this is great and um yeah like and the boardroom scene there's the boardroom scene and then the um and then uh the uh what's his name um uh Roland Roland, the, yes. yeah, the Roland scene where he, where he gets in a fight and you kind of learn more about his character, which I think they introduced them just great uh, without the scene. But yeah, I yeah. think the boardroom scene, I think that was something that, like, I think the movie could have, like, could have kept in. Like, yeah, it would have, um, it would have kind of messed with Jurassic World, but overall, I love that sequence and I like how it explained the, 
you know, the deaths and, and the litigation and everything behind what happened. Like we said, like we kind of just said, how how they don't we don't see what happens after the first movie. That kind of would have you know told the story, and we can use it as our own headcanon now because it, it's it is a thing. I mean, we see it clearly here. They just didn't include it for some yeah. reason. Um, but it, it's it's one of those memorable, um, you know, silent scenes where it's just talking and just you know just facts you know on a table and that's it. And there's no dinosaurs like we were talking about before. There's nothing crazy yes. about the scene. And it's just like a, a very calm, quiet scene where they're explaining, you know, how certain people got money and, and all this yes. stuff. And, and it, I, it's I, amazing. I love that kind of ex- – it was exposition done in a really good yeah, way. Yeah. Um, and, and that you know, that's always hard to do. Exposition is always like, you know, a taboo thing because, um, <laughs> you know, you can do it wrong. You can do it right. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think like I love um, – in with movies in general, and again we're going way off topic, but uh, like, like uh, in movies in general, I love slow burners. Like I, I love like slow moving. Yeah, yeah. Movies in general, and it had that feeling of like like the boardroom meeting. Like I, I was learning technical things about this company. Like you know, yeah, like you said, where are the money's coming from, and this is why I love the book because um, it's way more scientific. Oh yeah. For- it was like super in the science i mean that's that's michael Crichton for you as a writer um and uh and like um you know just stuff like you know main audiences probably wouldn't want to watch but like uh it it, um it touches on uh what's great about the book is that there's the other company that's also trying to and i guess that you know you know what that that's that's what the first movie is about is uh is uh um Nedry trying to get the, uh, mm. you know, the um, the DNA yeah. from uh, for the other company, but they get way more into it. It's called GenTech, I think. Is that what it is? Or uh, something? Biosyn or Biosyn? Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. That's what it is. Wow, what a what a what a what a, what a not scary name. <laughs> Biosyn. Oh, Jesus. Um, it yeah. Just sound, yeah, it sounds evil. Come on, it sounds <laughs> evil. It sounds as evil as um, Umbrella Corp. Um, yeah. So uh, I um. Yeah, uh, total tangent, but yeah, um, that whole scene, um, mm, yeah, yeah, the boardroom scene, fantastic, uh, and then the actually like voting to get his grand. What was it? His, uh, it's his nephew. How are they related again? I, I always question this as well. I think it's his nephew. It's his nephew. Yeah, because yeah. he says, well, he says he, uh, the um, uncle or something, right? Yeah, it's like his uncle. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's, it says talent skips a generation. <laughs> so I keep wanting to say grandpa, but I'm like, no, that doesn't make any sense because he said, <laughs> yeah. not go straight up says to him, you know, you know. Yeah. And I, I, for a long time, I always thought that he was the the father of Tim and Lex, but but that's not true either. So uh, yeah, so but that was yeah. when I was younger. I always thought that, but um. I, yeah, I don't know how everybody's related, but uh, I think there's an uncle-nephew relationship there somewhere. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's obviously the uh, inadequate. You know, he's got he's got the uh, Napoleon, I think. Oh, of course. Going yeah. on, where he's, you know, and he's straight up, like, Malcolm straight up, like, during that same scene in the rain when they're all walking and mm-hmm. they're all, it, everything's gone. Um, uh, yeah, he... Uh, he just says you're trying to sound like Malcolm. You just come off as I forget what he says, but he just like he just like, or you try to oh, you yeah, try yeah. to talk like Hammond, and you just come off. Uh, uh, I forget what the yeah yeah. I, oh God, I'm this, blanking on the, the no, exact no, line too. 
Yeah, it's okay, but I mean, like, like just the, the feeling is that, like, you know, you're getting a, like, a, you know, a vibe. Uh, yeah, an inferior uh, I- Inferiority complex, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, 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 like Philadelphia has, <laughs> like, the entire city of Philadelphia has. Um, I'm very aware of, of, <laughs> of the problem of inferiority. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was great and then your your whole thing was the opening yeah and, yeah uh, yeah it's it's a it's an amazing sequence and it sets a tone and um i i think that tone continues all the way through so it works out well for me yeah the muted colors like i mean when you say it um you know i think that's one of the things that i don't i don't think i like totally um i mean obviously i noticed it but i i don't think i ever had talked about it but mm-hmm. yeah but it's even def- everything to, to the vehicles in, in this movie, yes. like yeah. they're not bright and colorful. You know, obviously, I don't think you would take the same, you know, yeah, Ford it's Explorer, not, it's not a, but it's not a park anymore. It's no. a, it's, a, it's jungle. Like, yeah, uh, you it's know, dark, it's and, scary and, and you got to take the right vehicles. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, then we could segue into the what is the second uh, to- toy scene, um, which is all the engine, um, the game trail. Uh, oh yes, <laughs> scene in general, and um, and this is before I say my number one. Okay. Um. So, uh, but I want to give a special. These, these are your honorable mentions. These are, these are my honorable mentions. <laughs> my honorable mention is um, it was the boardroom, uh, which uh, I just say honorable mention because it's not actually in the movie, but I like to think that it's actually in the movie. I know. I like yeah. to think it's canon. Um, <laughs> and I mean, you get to pick and choose whatever. Yeah. Of uh, you know, you can forget things. Uh, but um, and you know keep up things uh but yeah uh i um what was it uh the monologue that roland has or not roland um i keep forgetting his name uh help me out here the the hunter the, the no yeah you're right roland is it roland okay yeah. it is roland. i was getting now i was getting the other two <laughs> roland so and roland, uh, ludlow are, are in that roland ludlow yeah. okay yeah, yeah yeah so roland so ludlow is on the mic and he's talking about setting up the camp <laughs> In on the game trail, pretty much. Like, yeah. are you just like setting? It's like, let's set it up. I want it done in thirty minutes. You know, blah blah. <laughs> trying to be like, and again, and I think this gets into his whole like whole inferiority complex, or like you know, is an ineptitude of 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 a character. Like he has no idea what he's doing. Um, and again, just like Hammond, ha- kind of had no idea what he was doing. But at least he's more graceful about it. But this mm-hmm. guy's like a bumbling, you know, just rich guy who was just yeah, an- no clue inherited this giant company and is trying to make money and it, it's so great because at this point now i'm messing up the character so ludlow and so ludlow is talking to um what are the what are both of their names <laughs> roland roland, roland and ludlow so ludlow is the hunter okay yeah there's yeah, too okay, many there's so, too many names it's it's uh, impossible ludlow sometimes. is talking to roland <laughs> And are no, it's the other way around. <laughs> Roland, Roland is the hunter. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So Roland is talking to Ludlow, and he's saying he pretty much breaks down um, Ludlow's character in that monologue. It's like yeah. one of the best monologues in a movie. Oh, like it's course. so good, and they're in a car too. Like they're bouncing <laughs> around in a car. Like it's obviously like this. That I think I'm assuming that shot was was them driving around in a car yeah, i think like, it was yeah, yeah. Like, 
Yeah, like with just like a camera, like completely steady, like in a car, and he's just like yelling. He's just like this long. It's like such, it's like almost too long of a monologue, <laughs> just the perfect length of it being long but still being great. And he's just like going off about how like you know, like you know, he's pretty much just saying you're an idiot. You know, yep. just open up your scotch when we have a good day. Um, and for my fee, you can keep it. I just want to hunt um, a tyrannosaur, a buck only. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, set up, so set up your camp, uh, anywhere you want. Um, you know, set it in the middle, set it up middle in the middle of a wreck's nest, nest a wreck's <laughs> nest for all I care, because, um, you know, you just like, you just, and like the way it, like, he just like ends it. He's like, okay. And then, and then, <laughs> you, see, then you just see Ludlow and he just like smiles and he goes, okay. And then <laughs> yeah. you have the toy, then you have the big toy scene. Oh which yeah. Is every dinosaur, <laughs> and every, every cool little toy that I had yeah. with the, with the giant big, uh, contraption that, that catches the uh, Pachycephalosaurus or, <laughs> and, uh, the, what is it called? Friar Tuck? Friar Tuck. Uh, or, yeah. Friar Tuck is the, um, uh, well, he, call, he calls Elvis. Uh, yeah, the uh, the uh, Parasaurophilus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He calls that um, calls that Elvis, the Pompadour, Elvis. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you're introduced to all these other like you're all the characters are great. Like they're just all so good. And you, I'm I'm geeking out right now. I'm just I going, know, but like um, like, like as everything. soon as as soon as he says like okay, it's it's just like yeah. It's like everything's on the board and like the, things yeah the hummers doing like wheelies and going off jumps and like yeah like and like yeah yeah it, it starts with it, it starts literally with the hummer and the motorcycle going off a jump like, like crashing into the ground and the motorcycle goes under the brachiosaurus and just like this wonderful as a kid it's like such a and now it's, it's just like yeah such now a yeah. wonderful scene like you're just like everything is happening and like you just get introduced to all these characters that are gonna die but like you're just like these are all awesome actually like de- like the, the the slightest of characters you know like the characters they get the least amount of screen time still have so much like mm-hmm. you you get into their characters like like even the um you know like the the, the uh mexican guy who um who doesn't hear uh drunk guy you know, <laughs> get, uh, get eaten by the copies like you even like yeah you a little bit about like each character and it's actually really cool like they feel like real people like like you know this is real people getting into something that they mm-hmm. don't know what they're getting into yeah really they're just in it for the money or whatever but like it seems like um roland is the only one who kind of like gets it um from kind of like the oh he, yeah the only one <laughs> He is the only one who, like, I, I mean, him and Mal- I mean, Malcolm does too. Oh, you of know? course, yeah, first-hand experience. You can't exactly, but like, can't Roland get it. gets it. <laughs> and I think my only, I think one of my only quarrels with this movie as a whole, I think, is that there's just not enough Roland. I think, oh, um, God. I think I could have, I could have used more. I noticed we haven't talked. I don't know what your number one is, but we haven't talked much about the King Kong scene. As people like to call it, the King Kong ripoff scene, <laughs> the entire ending, um, no, and it's not, it's not on my list. It, it's it was so hard, like like kind kind of like what we're doing now. We might as well just discuss the whole movie, yes. Because because you said it as soon as we started recording that every scene is just incredible. So it's really really hard to narrow it down to five. But yes. that that yeah that ending um, with you know San Diego and everything. Oh God, it's it's. 
that's one of the things also that people hate. But yeah, no, no, they do. I love that's it. what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I love it too. Yeah. And, um, and and I had a I said something on Facebook today. Like somebody was uh, one of my friends was saying like you know how forgettable Lost World was, and I just like oh. said I'm sorry. Like um uh, uh, excuse me, uh, <laughs> you're triggering me here. Um uh, listen, it is. I will I will fight to the death for this movie. Um, yeah. Tooth and nails because I think it is it is a wonderful piece of art i don't mm-hmm. know what you're talking about yeah. and then of course everyone brings up yeah they'll, they'll, the gymnastics they'll <laughs> the gymnastics and then and then he brought up the um he called it a king kong or someone else called it hot trash he <laughs> called it the movie hot trash come on and it's still hot trash better than but at least it was better than jurassic world and i i think i wrote I think I defended a little bit, but in my head I was like, "Man, you just—you must be like the life of the party, man. <laughs> like, like you just—I guess you just hate fun. Yep. Like, sorry, but like this whole thing's fun." And and, and I, I said, uh, "I said, hey, it's not. Hey, at least they did King Kong better than King Kong. <laughs> like, it, you know, Peter Jackson's King Kong. Uh, like, and uh, like I fell asleep through that damn movie. Oh, no. Like." Um, I can't even remember it, honestly. Like yeah, I, I, I know it was on the other night. I, I I meant to check it out, but I wasn't home. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's it has dinosaurs in it. Yeah, I don't care about giant apes. I care about dinosaurs. Sorry, yeah. I care about things that don't exist. <laughs> I mean, not the giant apes. No, dude, yeah, but... there's giant apes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm in Philly. I know. <laughs> oh snap. Uh, bring out the uh, bring out the air horn for that one. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so what's your? Uh, did we get to your number two? Uh, yeah, yeah. So we're so, somewhere in between two and one. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna say my number one. All right, go um, for it. And my number one, which uh, I think is, uh, I remember as a kid, like freaking out when I saw it. Um, like it's probably the most like amazing scene uh, for me. I mean, this is a very, you know, people will probably be like, "What?" Like, you know, like, but um, it's where it's everything that Jurassic or Jurassic, um, sorry, <laughs> Jurassic World uh, tried to yeah emulate, which was um, and uh, you're gonna figure it out. As they talk oh, about yeah. the Jurassic World scene equivalent. Oh, I know exactly where you're um, going. Yeah. And it's it's when um, the two kids uh, go into um, and I'm talking about Jurassic World. Uh, when the two kids go and of course they find the old jeeps or they find the old uh, visitor center. Mm-hmm. I think pretty much that's like what it is, and yeah. they find the jeeps, which is great. You know, I loved it. You know, like you know, you see the. Uh, you see the what's it called the um when dinosaurs ruled the earth mm-hmm. he, he puts he lights it on fire and oh. i think that was like symbolic to me like i thought it was kind of cool like i felt like it was a literal like it was kind of heavy-handed but it was yeah. like it's a literal passing of the torch um yes it's very difficult um but i feel like it's it's showing a little bit of contempt uh which is good i think in a director as long as it's not like a michael bay kind of like contempt for your audience um <laughs> But uh, I mean, obviously, uh, what's his name? Um, what was he who directed Jurassic World? Uh, Colin uh, Trevorrow. Trevorrow. Trevor, uh, yeah. Trevor or Tre- Trevo? Is that what? <laughs> Trevorrow. 
Trevaro. Trevaro. Okay. Yep. I would say Trevaro. Um, yeah, that works too. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> he, he's uh, he's listening. He'll get. He'll uh, message you. Good. Uh, you know good. to tell you what it is, Colin. This is just, for you. Wait, yeah. I'm I'm actually defending you here. <laughs> um, unlike most people probably wouldn't. Um, I feel like that was kind of like a. Whether it was or not, I don't know. But I feel like that was kind of like a, it was like a middle finger to the audience, but like in a good way. Like you know, like sometimes movies do that. Mm-hmm. I think that's like, and I think they did it well. Well, like with that yeah. like specific part. But that scene goes on too long. Um, you know, <laughs> they fix up the car. There's a lot of callbacks. My 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 suspension of disbelief is, you know, I I have a very good. You know, like mm-hmm. I could handle yeah, it. Yeah. But like, you know, like I know. And it didn't really bother me that much until somebody like said something. I was like, really? You put the car together? And I think I was in the audience. I saw like it was like a private screening with only like a few people. And I saw it like a few days before it came out. And because um, my friend owns a movie theater. Nice. And uh, yeah. Uh, and he uh, he shows movies sometimes uh, before they come out. Awesome. And uh, I guess I'm not supposed to be saying that, but whatever. <laughs> so, uh, nobody knows. Uh <laughs> So, um, yeah, uh, somebody in our small audience or we just went, oh, wait, no, it wasn't a small audience. It was actually quite a few people. It was like everyone who worked there and a bunch of people. And uh, I told in the very beginning of the movie, somebody was talking and I, I yelled, shut the F up. I was in like near the front seats, like because oh, I was so so ready. Yeah. And I just yeah, shut up and uh, and like and it was it was completely quiet through most of the movie after that, of course. Oh god! But yeah. uh, uh, so I, I, people are scared of me as they <laughs> should be. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm getting off topic. Anyway, again, um, I think that was like a big middle finger, which is great. And then, but that scene goes on too long, and I think it kind of fails in some regards because. It, you know, there's too much time. I think it kind of like embellishes on the fact that we're in Jurassic Park. You know, like mm-hmm. this is the old, you know, um, thing. But it takes literally, it's like a one minute scene in in Jurassic or in uh, Lost World. Yeah. Um, and it's when Nick Van Owen walks into the communication center and it's all covered in vines and it looks so awesome and he he backs into the wall and he turns around and it's a big mural of Jurassic Park mm-hmm. like of like it's like a, a a painting of like the T-Rex and like what the dream of what Jurassic Park was supposed to look like yeah. and then it plays the theme like just a little bit like it like it hits the notes yeah yeah under of, those drums and everything yeah <sighs> under the like it hits the notes like perfectly and then he runs to the computer and all the computers are old and it's cool because they explain again how tightly knit this damn plot is is that like they explain why everything would still work because it works on geothermal energy yep. and i'm like 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 i was just noticing these things like one after the other i'm just like wow they hit on that like they hit on that like like you're like why would that happen it's like because oh. they <laughs> mentioned it before like you know like the computers would still work i mean you a couple pops of the breaker but i mean you know and you see like the message come up and he gets the you know he gets the radio thing like that whole little scene when he's pulling away the vine like i got mm-hmm. so giddy as a kid oh yeah it's I was so like, nostalgic yeah oh absolutely and i think that's my favorite um, I mean, there are all, all these scenes are great. Yeah, it'll, yeah. It'll change. It'll change in an hour. But <laughs> I mean, that one. I think right now, as I'm thinking about it, I think that's like my favorite. Like I always look forward to watching that scene. Yeah. 
and it's just a quick scene doesn't you know you know like it's just like nick van owen smirks a little bit like because he's just like jeez, oh, like you know like because he, he got scared of like the t-rex pain but he's just like like of how ridiculous this well, painting is yeah well because he didn't necessarily buy it either you know it, it oh. sets it up perfectly in the beginning where ian's on that uh the train and and that guy like you know he's like it's you uh, you, yes. you know like you know i believed you no one buys he, his story he didn't obviously believe him but like so that – and then you see Nick Van Owen who's like – he doesn't – he th- thought he was just going to see big iguanas or, or something like that. So yes. he doesn't necessarily believe that this is true. He may know about it but – and obviously he's seen dinosaurs throughout the, the rest of the movie. But, you know, he backs up to, to that and it's real. You know, it's mm-hmm. – oh, okay, this island's – you know, th- there was a park and there was all this stuff and, and it finally hits him I think. That's what's so cool about, and uh, you know, like setting up this universe is that people don't know, mm-hmm. like because they, you know, they talk about. And uh, another great scene is is the entire scene in the um, in the Hammond Mansion in, in the beginning. It's yeah. like every every like little like again, no dinosaurs. Yep. You know, no. no it's like people talking, people talking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like it's like if the prequels were done right. You know, Star Wars <laughs> people talking, but uh, you know, it, it's like um, it. it it's the exposition has done so wonderfully and um yeah uh they they talk about how um they all signed non-disclosure agreements so they weren't allowed to talk about this island you mm-hmm. know and that's so awesome well like yeah. that nobody knows about this like yeah nobody I- knows about these dinosaurs like it's, it's just like a like a myth you know yeah makes- and 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 what like Ian, Ian, I guess broke his his yes. disclosure act, and he went out there, but still nobody believed them. No, and, and you got to imagine if, if somebody he destroyed- came out and said that today, you'd be like, "All right, dude, sure, yeah, okay, yeah." You know, and, and he it, t- buy it talks it. about him it, like it ruined his career. Like mm-hmm. that's what he's saying. Like through the thing, he's like, he's like, you know, me, I put my career on the line by saying all this stuff because of these deaths. Mm-hmm. Like it was like deaths of like three people, and like, um, he's just like. You know, I, I uh, camp, sharing campfire stories with my with my <laughs> uncle. Yeah, so it is his uncle. Yeah, yeah okay, sharing yeah, yeah. campfire stories with my uncle. Like he doesn't even believe it. Yeah. Like like no one. Like yeah, unless yeah, you're right. You no, were there. He doesn't either. Yeah, like no one believes these stories, and um, I think because like Hammond didn't even say anything either. Mm-hmm. So it's just like an awesome like it's just setting up again setting up this world like mm-hmm. nobody knows you know these that these dinosaurs exist like yeah, like yeah. it's not common knowledge you know mm-hmm. at all at all it was just a private island that somebody tried to make a park on and it that's it like it, it was not in the news like you know nobody knows yeah not not like Jurassic World will be you know like after yes, that event everybody's exactly. going to know that the island, you know, you fell apart. Here? So, uh, so okay, let's get into your my, novel. Yeah, my number one uh, follows the same suit as basically all the others, and it's all about talking and just these finer, you know, small details um, and the world building. And and um, it is the the final sequence, the the very very end of the film um, when. You know, Malcolm and Sarah and Kelly, they're sitting on the couch and the TV pops on and you see Hammond, you know, give his little heartfelt speech 
Um, it's super memorable. And uh, I, I actually really, really like it now because, you know, it's it's Hammond's last moment in the series overall. Yes. You know, it's his last words in the movies. You know, you, you got a small statue of him or, you know, in Jurassic World. But the last moment of him actually on screen was that moment. And, and it's perfect. Literally, probably not many better scenes in the entire series, you know, Jurassic Park included. It's just, it's so perfect. The, the words that he says and how he wraps everything up, how he sums it up. And um, I, I really love the way that it's actually filmed as well um, because it's shot at the TV. You don't, it's not like, a, you know, Hammond sitting in front of a camera and you're watching Hammond. You're watching him through the, the veil of the TV, which is, is really cool because it builds that world like you were talking about that you see he's a real person and, and CNN will interview him to find out what he thinks about all this and, and that he wants to set up a biological preserve and, and let you know life find a way and all that stuff and you, you find out his his motivations fully about uh being a naturalist now and, and you know yeah went from naturalist to capitalist yeah and yes, you know so you know it's fine. real because he's putting yeah. it out there and um you know that's still something people are arguing about whether you know simon mizrani the the new owner of everything in jurassic world whether he actually understood that or not um that's another thing but um but just everything about this scene from the soundtrack um underneath it's just it's outstanding and i think i've touched upon the soundtrack probably in every one of them uh maybe that's what brings them in as like a great scene for me is is they have these amazing musical cues um and it kind of has this like victorious tone that it starts off with because they just captured the rex they're kind of like they're kind of like relaxing right now because they 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 won and then it, it kind of pivots to that that scene with Hammond, and you get this like super sentimental, you know, Jurassic Park theme on the piano, and um, and then it moves forward to the the final shot, which is like back on Sorna, and and you see all the dinosaurs mingling, which is something brand new. I mean, you see you see dinosaurs on you know or out of bounds and, and stuff like that throughout the movie, but you don't see them all interacting in one As space, an you know, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you get the, you get the, um, the, uh, game trail scene, but you, you don't have, um, I don't think there's any carnivores in that game trail scene. So, so this is a new one where you have yes. T-Rex, you have Stegosaurus family, uh, or not, maybe there wasn't family, but this, the Rex family was there. Uh, and then you get the Pteranodon flying in and, and that final scene where it lands on the branch and like screams. It's just, oh God, it's just an incredible way to end the film. I think, yes. uh, I think there can't be a scene that beats that scene for me. Like you said, maybe your number one can kind of pivot mine. This is always going to be my favorite scene because, sure. because of all those things. No, it's great. Uh, I mean, you know, and, and just from a technical standpoint, the fact that they filmed that, through the tv like i mean it's like on the tv and like i remember like uh, i think a couple watches ago like i tried to look to see what the reflection was uh-huh. on the tv and yeah it's it's them all in the background like it's mm-hmm. it's like they did they filmed it perfectly like i yeah. i was hoping to see like i mean of course this wouldn't happen in a giant blockbuster movie you know like to see the cameraman <laughs> you in see like a boom mic like, yeah 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 but i mean like i'm like that's great like it's so technically sound and mm-hmm. you know yeah seeing him on tv it gives him another it gives it another feeling instead of it just being a monologue mm-hmm. 
you know, to yeah. a character. It's a monologue to you. Yeah. The view. Yeah, it's the a viewer, monologue exactly. to me. Like watching the damn movie. But like, I mean, it it it, it has a message. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, so, so did the first Jurassic Park. You know, and it's comparable, if not better like i mean like to the ending scene like i mean the ending scene of the original jurassic park i'm always gonna love like mm-hmm. when he when he's just spinning around the mosquito or he's just uh, like yeah, yeah just looking at his like mm-hmm. little staff um and uh like how great that is like and then it's like the piano yeah the just, same just, same yeah, same uh, tune right there yeah it's same, it's same like thing it's like a callback and like you know yeah and he, yeah he says life will find a way at the very end, he uses Malcolm's line. Yeah. But, and again, that's, it's like, it's like a redemption scene. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like you get, it's, it's, um, Hammond and Malcolm's redemption at that point. Like, yeah. you could have wrapped up everything right there. Like, because you have, um, because you have Hammond, Hammond's redemption to, like, you, the viewer, as not being this, like, you know, just idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, exactly. like has a bunch of money and wants to make a park or like or a childlike wonderman like he's actually like matured as a character even though he's old like he's matured in mm-hmm. his old age like you know again becoming a capitalist and naturalist but um and again you're talking about misrani um and and i feel like one of the things that jurassic world did right was misrani as a character because yeah, you get yeah. the same you get that wonderman out of him also, I think he died in the schlockiest way possible. But <laughs> I, I uh, uh, you know, um, <laughs> which was great. I laughed so hard when that <laughs> oh, happened. Oh, I'm no. sorry. That was like the funniest death in the world. Like, <laughs> I just like, I think I laughed in the theater. I went, I went, oh, no. <laughs> I said it too. Like, I went, oh, no. It was so upsetting. Like It, it was. was. Like, what? It's like, did you just do that? That's crazy awful and yeah they didn't they didn't like give him any moment you know like he had no moment it's just like oh you're crashing and dead yeah just like it's like yeah i could probably whoa just like (laughs) the thing and then you just it's it's back to it's back to crazy action um yeah but um no that wonderment factor and then you also get malcolm's redemption which Mm -hmm. is now that i think like now that or now that a uh, Hammond is like actually using Malcolm's words, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm assuming that, you know, uh, that, uh, Malcolm has said a lot of the same things that Hammond is saying on the television. Like, it's like, it's like all these stories were true. Like, and now you have Hammond trying to make up for mm-hmm. these deaths and, um, and everything. And then yeah. you have, then you have Malcolm who can now become, you know, who can now be a, you know, a successful, like, you know, whatever chaotician, uh, <laughs> yeah. now, um, what, what, what they say? Well, oh, they say so much stuff in that exposition scene where he get he gets fired from his job mm-hmm. and like, Oh yeah. Yeah. He lost his tenure as a professor. He lost his tenure, like, yes. Yeah. Cause he was like telling stories and all that stuff. Uh-huh, like, yeah. Yeah, and, and I, you're right. He gets redeemed, and I, I'm pretty sure those old ladies and that dude on the train, you know, they were like, you know, scouring at him like earlier, but now they're like sitting on their couch watching this newscast. Like, uh, uh, all right, I guess it's true. Well, I got I got to thank God that Spielberg didn't cut to any of those characters. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you know, 
freaking corny that would have been. Uh, yeah. Oh, it would have. It, uh, this would not be my number one on the list if it cut away because it is <laughs> so perfect the way it is. Yeah, it's fine just the way it is. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think that like that wraps it up for for my end, and, and it's it's really just such a beautiful moment, and it, it surmises like the the full film and the series as a whole, and just being Hammond's or you know you know uh, Richard Attenborough's last moment you know in this series yes. it's it's yes. pretty amazing i i never i had never thought about it uh like about it that those being his last words yeah. until you said that just well, then yeah now when you go back you'll be like you, uh, you know a tear will shed it's, it's yeah actually pretty, no, it will. it's pretty sad sad and and everything once you actually think about it yeah no and it, it, the, i think one of the saddest parts is that people uh people don't give this movie a chance i mm-hmm. think or they don't they don't dissect it yeah or they 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 dissect it in the wrong ways and they, yeah. they dissect it in ways that they want to um which is it's not as good as jurassic park yeah but, and, but that you know that's that's kind of a problem across the board because it's not good as jurassic park and the same goes for jurassic world jurassic park 3 you know yes. a lot of people hammering down on jurassic world right now because it's not as good as jurassic park but it doesn't, what do you expect? it doesn't have to be you know that's my oh. that's my like statement it doesn't have to be it will never be as good and uh, you you talked about nostalgia before you can't you really just cannot beat nostalgia no, no matter what so it doesn't have to be as good it just has to be another tale in this world that they're building it has to be an effective movie and it was all these movies I think in different ways were effective yeah you know as much as you know I might I think I more just don't. I'm more with 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 in regards to Jurassic Park three. Um, I'm more. Uh, I'm not. I don't hate it. I don't dislike it. I think I don't like. I don't get much feeling out of it in general. Mm-hmm. Like I think I there's parts that are amazing, you know. And I you know I know we're going on another tangent, but I mean like like I I, I think. Um, the third one for me is sure it's is it the weakest one for me yeah absolutely yeah. But, well it's, but, it's also um, the shortest and, it, and it's it's very fast paced and but you, as long as you find those little moments to latch on to i love you know you i can. love william h macy mm-hmm. uh, you know like 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 as an actor in general you know you have um you have sam neil back like like i mean you have so many great you know laura dern i wish she was in more stuff um she's great uh and um but yeah, I do want to touch on one more thing before we sure, move on, sure. um, which is you were talking about the cast and um, and how great the ensemble of uh, Lost World is. Yeah. And, um, and and I think that's one of the biggest. I think that's like literally the thing that makes the movie in general. Like like uh, like I mean, you can you can say tone, you can say editing, or you know the camera movements and blah blah blah. But it's such a good character driven movie, and like. Yeah, the casting is so perfect. Like every character is memorable on both sides, um, and uh, like, and they're all really successful. All these actors have done big things. I mean, you know, and and and, mm-hmm. uh, um, and it's great. Like, uh, I mean, um, so what you have? Uh, was it uh, more? Um, what's her? You got to correct me. Julianne Moore. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Julianne uh, Moore. 
yeah, Julianne Moore was great, you know, and the Big Lebowski, like tons of, you know, awesome movies. Um, you know, again, like, uh, a great actress. Um, and, and, um, yeah, uh, uh, you know, people from things like the West Wing and, and, you know, yeah. Vince Vaughn, who like, who I don't consider an A plus actor in any of his other movies but like, <laughs> but like like him in this is just like a fantastic it's like everyone works together and they yeah. play off each other so well like yeah. it's it's well, fantastic maybe there's something to like casting people that you wouldn't expect you know yes. i think i think there's something to it you know so i always they gotta do that in the future i love i love it when curveballs are thrown in mm-hmm. some movies where people are like especially with like franchises and stuff like that like when Laura Dern's gonna be in uh in the new Star Wars movie. Did yeah, you hear about this? That's that's a big curveball, I think. That's for me. crazy. I have like, no I mean, idea what awesome. kind of role she could. Have play. you seen um? Was it Sicar? Is it called? How do you say Sicario? It? No, I haven't Sicario? seen that yet. That movie is amazing. Is it? Like I I have not watched such a good. I, again, I love slow burners, and that's like <laughs> the definition of a slow burner. But like that movie the like the end like oh my god the second half of that movie oh, it's so like you're kind of like what and then like the just that movie just and but the the main the lead actor from that um i forget his name Benicio uh, del toro yes yes yeah <laughs> yeah um he's in he's gonna be in star wars oh yeah that's right yeah 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 and uh he, another he's guy wouldn't expect. in that movie and so i'm like really excited to see these these uh actors you know in, in star wars you know and uh yeah I, I love it when casting is weird like when you're just like yo i love one hour photo um yeah oh, is that the uh Robin uh, Williams. Robin Williams movie, yeah. Yeah, and uh, like I love that movie. Um, you know, because he plays like a serious role, like a very creepy mm-hmm. serious role. Um, and uh, yeah, I love it when actors are thrown out of kind of like out of their element. Um, you know, seeing uh, Jeff Goldblum as like a lead, like that's crazy. Like, I mean, you wouldn't think of it, and I think he does so well. Uh, I hate Roland Emmerich, like I said before. Mm-hmm. But um, I and I don't care for Independence Day at all. No, um, oh. I'm not a big Independence Day guy. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, like I kind of liked it when I was when I was younger, and I think I watched it more recently. And the more I've kind of watched it, the the less I was into it. Uh, for huh. some reason, I still like Godzilla. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, but um, because uh, it's just so ridiculous, and I think that's out of nostalgia too. But yeah. um. Yeah, no, uh, ID4, never been a big, like, I, you know, I, I think there's great parts to it, you know, but uh, I definitely, I'm not, like, the biggest fan, but but I'm going to go see the sequel uh, of course, because, yeah. because, because Goldblum, I mean. Yeah, Goldblum, it seems like he's going to be the lead yeah, movie, which I've not seen happen in, or, Forever. like, I've not seen him in a movie, you know, like, he's been so... He's been uh, in a ton of Apartment.com commercials. Yes. And, and, yes, uh, and uh, yeah, he's been in billboards. a few small TV roles, but like. Oh, um, uh, oh, I meant to mention this at the very beginning of the podcast. I was actually uh, sitting down and maybe you can cut this like this is the beginning. So I was sitting down today and I turned on TV, like just the regular antenna TV. Yes, it still exists. And um <laughs> And uh, Criminal Intent was on, uh, Law and Order Criminal Intent, and 
Jeff Goldblum was the main he there was a stint and I don't know if it's still going on but there was a stint where he replaced Vincent D'Onofrio who oh, really? ironically who ironically <laughs> is in Jurassic World yeah um uh he replaces his character uh for um I think I think it was like a couple seasons huh and uh, I remember getting really excited about that a few years ago, but it was funny because one of those episodes That's was on, awesome. <laughs> and uh, it was like it was like a, you know it, they're all really current episodes, and yeah, sure they're not the best, but I mean seeing him, he's like full on Goldblum. Yeah, it was. Oh, that's it, gr- he is know, he is hamming it up. He you know? he may not be a believable action star or something like that, and he doesn't need to be in this movie, but he no. he is like a wordsmith, and he just like knows yes. how to deliver dialogue. And one-liners. that's exactly what this movie needed. He is as good at one-liners as, uh, as, as you know, Bruce Willis or, or, or well, I mean, not anymore. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Willis he doesn't is, say any words. He just, like, stares just kind of, um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, but, um, what, uh, now I'm forgetting people's names. Um, uh, freaking, uh, Evil Dead, uh, Ash. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, thank you. <laughs> Campbell's soup. Um, uh, so I was just thinking of soup when I was trying to think of his name. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I couldn't think of his name because it's very important to remember that. But yeah, uh, I think he's he's uh, he's just as good as Bruce Campbell. Oh like, yeah, the, yeah, Bruce Campbell's great at that. Yeah, and I, I think like you know, it's it's just a, it's a different type of one-liner. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. So yeah, well, okay. Before I talk my head off. <laughs> Uh, no, I think I think we perfectly summed up this movie, and, and it, it, like we said, it's impossible to describe this in five scenes. And uh, there, it does have its haters and stuff like that. But oh, hopefully, we, we hopefully, we tried to bring them back. You know, bring them we back to the life. Way more than five. Scenes. Oh yeah, That's why yeah. I tell you that <laughs> <laughs> Well, we numbered five scenes, and there may be a few other you know random scenes in there that we may not have mentioned before, but they're there. Absolutely. But I do have um, – I did like reach out via Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram um, awesome. just to see what people thought, uh, what their top fives were. So I'll quickly kind of um, – Yeah, I'm excited. I'll start here. Let me see here. Instagram, we have Jay Jurassic. He says, number one, the talk between Malcolm and Hammond and the speech uh, Roland gives to the hunters. Um, let's see. Three, mommy's very angry. Actually, every T-Rex scene for the village uh, five and the uh, San Diego incident. So, yeah, I think uh, scenes. What's that? Are the the San Diego scene as a as a whole? I guess I'm assuming. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Because that's yeah. that's another thing. Like you can you can't like just uh-huh. say one portion of that. It's kind of impossible. It has to be like the whole twenty minute scene or however long it is. It is long though that is a like that it is yeah it, uh, you, you think the movie's done like the movie wraps yeah. up it's done and then i think that's why the, people have problems with it yeah right? i guess it's kind of like tacked on because it wasn't the original ending but mm-hmm, but yeah. they went with it and you know it works for me but it is kind of tacked on i will agree there um but come on come on man it's more t-rex yeah, How do you complain yeah about you, that, can't, you, you know? literally can't and and it, you get to see that amazing um san diego like amphitheater there that's so cool like you get an oh, overshot well, view all right yes. let's go here to twitter um let's see mateus underscore temple says 
that one when Ian Malcolm glides with a glider and shoots the Pteranodons. <laughs> Isn't the toy? <laughs> well, that's that's the most ridiculous thing. Is where does that toy come from? <laughs> yeah, like, all the toys made no sense. <laughs> It was it's, great. It's one of my absolute favorite toys. I have two of them for some reason, yes. but it it's so great. It's such he's got an amazing outfit on that that toy, and the, the fact he looks that he has a like wingsuit, an action star. He does, but nowhere in the movie does that ever take place, or is it even like proposed that it's not in the toy shop? There's no glider in there that I know of. But no. it, he's right. I mean, that is an amazing scene. <laughs> yes, it's so wonderful. Yeah. Um, let's see. Connor Prell here says, I actually really like the San Diego sequence. And the first time we see the hunters is great as well. So, yeah, we touched on those pretty good. Yes. Um, Mirror Images says, uh, one of mine has to be where the two Rexes demolish Eddie's vehicle and then tear him apart. Ouch. Oh. Uh, that, uh, yeah. I mean, we I didn't still, really touch upon Eddie getting t- torn apart too much because it's just too sad and, and unwarranted by any means, but but it, it is impactful. They, and uh, not not to talk about it too much, but like, yeah, it, like, and th- I, I never even mentioned that scene because that scene still haunts me. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, as a kid watching that, that was messed up. Like, like mm-hmm. that scene it was effed up like it really is i i the crunch sound of him like he's screaming and then thrown up yeah it's like my favorite character so far like he's so funny like like his quips with goldblum are so great and then just gets torn apart and they actually like they kind of redeem like he he says oh you mean eddie you know like, like oh it's like the, the rex just fed yeah it's like oh you mean eddie our friend you can show a little respect like you know so i don't know yeah his problems let's, are over let's move on to this one dan rushton says number one hammond's bedside number two mommy's very angry number mm-hmm. three ooh ah number four <laughs> Re- Rex in the camp and number five poachers game trail so I think uh touched upon a lot of what we talked about by yes. quoting a, b- a bunch of things and and uh and stuff so so that was an awesome one there um because it is just so freaking quotable um Justin J Peterson says uh, a movie with so many great moments, it's hard to just pick five, and I think we've kind of explained that as well. Oh, to the ends of the yeah. earth, yeah. Number one, Eddie's death. Number two, the Stegosaurus scene. Number three, ending panorama. Number four, Dino Roundup. Number five, Compy's attack. And I think uh, aside from Eddie's death, all those were on our list. Yes. Uh, what's Dino Roundup? Oh, actually, uh, that, when, well, that was that one of your trail? honorable mentions. Yeah, the game trail. <laughs> Uh, okay yes 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 um spaceman uh, toy, toy toy store part toy yeah part yeah two. yeah part two <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh spaceman spooky says number five high hide night purple tone canopy and roar uh number four ailing hammond number three roland fight deleted scene that's a good one yes uh number two trailer dangle and number one long grass I so, love the way he he, he listed those. those I know. Pretty, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was <pretty> wonderful. <laughs> Long grass. Yeah. Long grass. That was I didn't include that on my list, but I struggled. I really did. It could have yeah. been a number one scene. I mean, to be fair, yeah, like I grouped all that entire raptor stuff <laughs> yeah. in one thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, no, long grass is great. Uh Lord Christine says number five, Rex 
child wailing in agony. Uh, number four, Eddie bitten in a half. <laughs> number oh, three, geez. people mauled in the tall grass. Number uh-huh. two is just three question marks. So I'm going to put her number two is the three old ladies on the train. Um, <laughs> and number one is the Raptor gymnastics. So <laughs> you got I, somebody on your side. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Unless that's ironic. <laughs> but I, I, hope that's, I hope that's genuine because it, it was good. It was. It was set up. Um, Fossil Box here says the team overlooks the game trail roundup. Um, long grass yes. again. Long grass. We get another one. Hammond and Ian and the Stegosaurus research. Yeah. The, the music. The music when they're looking over everybody. Um, like like it's like yeah. they're so horrified at what's going on. Yeah, like but I love that pose. In. I love like Nick Van Owen's kind of like doing like a sexy pose as he lays yeah, down all... and films them with his little like antenna thing that he puts out for some reason. He's got his little JVC like uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, order <laughs> or whatever. I mean, the zoom on that thing cannot be great. Listen, Let's he's got honest. a little satellite. It's going to be that. <laughs> <laughs> Diego Rodriguez says, um, let's see. Uh, number one, the raptor attacking the main characters. Uh, number two, raptors in the long grass. Number three, stegosaurus scene. Uh, number four, T-Rex camp attack. Number five, Hammond scene. So um, a lot of these are really just rehashing exactly what we said because even though it is such a, a great movie, there's there's only so many, like, uh, I can't even say that, but there's just so many identifiable scenes, I guess. It was, And that's what I, what I was doing when I was watching it today was like, this scene's great. This scene's great. This mm-hmm. scene's okay. All these scenes are great. Like, yeah. I was just like going from one scene to the next. Be like, oh wait, this scene came next. Like, like, because you know you forget the order. I know, sometimes. yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, holy crap, uh, you know, exactly. So. Yeah, I think the last one we have here is from Facebook. Uh, Chris Acevedo says, number five, the raptor scene. Number four, ending. Life will find a way. Number yeah. three, Roland, awesome scene with Peter. I've been on too many safaris with rich dentists. Yes. That's what he says. <laughs> it's perfect. It really oh, like summed up this past year. Monologue. Like, yeah. Um, number two, the Rex in San Diego, and number one, the RV scene. Literally one of the coolest scenes in the saga. So yeah. I think we agree with everything everybody said because really they could have all just listed the entire movie like we did. So <laughs> yeah, we pretty much did. <laughs> yeah, everything. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, well, it's it's really been amazing, and I think um, I think everybody's going to agree with what we're saying here. And if they don't like the movie, you, you better like it after this because there's no better way to sum up this movie than what we just did. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I just like a lot of people. They don't they don't want to like they don't want to give things another chance. You know, no. I mean. It is a long movie. I mean, it is like I remember looking at that. I was like, "Wow, this movie is over two hours." <laughs> yeah. I forgot. Um, but I mean, it it it, it it doesn't feel its length until maybe the very end. But I mean, like, yeah, it, maybe. Um, you know, just watch it again and just keep an open mind. Just yep. thank God that it's not half the things that are coming out today. Like, like, mm-hmm. just like. Sorry, but like, I mean, I'm so sick of superhero movies and like, just sit down, like, just give it another shot mm-hmm. and be like, and compare it. Don't compare it to other Jurassic Park. Movies. No, you can't compare it, compare it to other movies. 
yeah. that are in the same genre. And you gotta, like, adventure movies and stuff like that. It's hitting all those points, like, so well. And just think about the cast and, like, you know, mm-hmm. just, like, everything that we've talked about. Like, nitpicking every little thing out of this movie. And yeah. it's great. It, yeah. So. Look, I mean, the movie's on Netflix now, so there's yes. literally nothing from stopping you, you know, to watch this movie. It's right there. It's a click away. Just like it or, you know, that's all you need to do is just watch it and you'll like it. I swear to God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You just listen to this first and then watch it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep an open an open heart and an open mind. Yeah. And, uh, and just, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's great. I, yeah. I love it. All right, man. Well, let me um, give you a moment here. So where can people find you? And uh, if you have anything to promote, you know, just talk about it. It's up to you. Yeah, um, you can follow me on my Twitter. That's what I update the most. It's uh, I'm sure um, it's uh, at uh, Jurit. So it's my it's J U R R U T T. Um, it's my name, but without with U's instead of <laughs> vowels. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm on Twitter a lot right now. Um, I have a bunch of projects, personal projects coming up, uh, drawing. Um, uh, everything, everything from drawing to music to uh, video editing, um, which is what I think I do the most of. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, there's a convention coming up. Uh, it's a video game convention called Too Many Games. Um, it's uh, June 24th through the 26th. It's in uh, Oaks, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, uh, you should check that out. Awesome. Um, I'll be there. Um, and. Uh, a bunch of my friends so yeah we could talk about jurassic park if you show <laughs> up um i'll be more than happy to talk for hours uh yeah so um yeah it's awesome it's, a, it's an awesome convention i've gone every year so yeah i know there's a lot of uh jurassic park fans in the pennsylvania area so hopefully you get some to come down there yeah that'd be sweet yeah sick you could also find me on uh the channel uh silver mania uh it's on youtube uh, Silver Mania show. Uh, a lot. I've done a lot of past things on there. We actually did a. Um, um, if you've, uh, you are you a fan of Red Letter Media? Uh, no, I don't know about that. What is it? Oh, um, uh, Half in the Bag. Um, uh, the Plinket reviews uh, of Star Wars and stuff like that. We we actually did a uh, parody of their show Half in the Bag, <laughs> where it's like the, it's just two re- VCR repairmen talking about movies, nice. and we actually talk about Jurassic Park. Do you? Awesome. Um, so that's something I think that yeah. people should check out. If you just look up Half in the Bag and Jurassic Park, you're not going to find a regular Half in the Bag episode. It's going to be. Uh, Justin and I, um, my friend and I, talking about our actual movie experience of seeing Jurassic Park in 3D when it was oh, released, nice. and uh, and how actually terrible are are um, uh, how terrible the movie uh, experience. Oh is. no! <laughs> well, it's actually pretty. Um, it's pretty dark. Um, oh, God, but it, it's more it's more of a commentary on the movie industry. Yeah, yeah. And, um, of course, you know we don't insult Jurassic Park at no, all. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, you can't do it. Um, but yeah. So I mean, yeah. So okay. So Silver Mania show and then my Twitter um, at J U R R U T T Jurit. Uh, and uh, yeah, just uh, find me on there. Keep up to date with that stuff. So 
Awesome. This was well, this is great, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it was it was a great time, and I'm sure everybody's going to want to hear you again. So we'll have to you know touch base and get you back on here to talk about some more Lost World. Yeah, we'll see about that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, um, yeah, this is, I think this is the first podcast I didn't get kicked off of. So there you go. Um, yeah, um, well, there's still time. Oh, oh at, my god, you're out of here. Get. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. Take it easy. Yeah, you too. Dinosaurstop.com has a great giveaway going on right now where you could win a hybrid FX Tyrannosaurus Rex, Owen Alpha with Velociraptor Blue Set, a Jurassic World Slap Band, and a replica park map. Now that's an absurd amount of stuff for having to do so little. So all you have to do is either subscribe to their YouTube channel and comment on the giveaway video, or you can go to their Facebook, like their page, and comment on the giveaway post. That's two ridiculously simple ways to enter. So make sure to head over to dinosaurstop.com to find out more information on the contest and the prizes. Welcome to Jurassic World. Explore the park like never before with this amazing fan project. Ride a gyrosphere in first person and learn all about Jurassic World's history and scenery. Come up close and observe our beautiful dinosaurs located all around the park. The park is open. So, what are you waiting for? Jurassic World 3D Project. Download it for free today and get exploring. Thanks for listening to the 54th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Of course, I need to thank Jarrett for joining me this week. I am so glad that I keep stumbling upon these incredible fans of The Lost World. Hopefully you haven't decided to skip that film this Jurassic June, but if you have, I'm sure this episode will make you think twice. Make sure to follow Jarrett Courtney on Twitter at J-U-R-R-U-T-T. If you want to interact with us, we do most of our work over on Twitter at Jurassic Park Pod. We're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Jurassic Park Podcast. And our Instagram handle is at Jurassic Park Podcast. You can listen to us via iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Podomatic, YouTube, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So make sure to subscribe to automatically get new episodes every week. If you haven't already, please give us a five-star review on iTunes or a great review wherever you listen to the podcast. It will seriously help our rankings and make it easier for fans like you to find us. We're usually spotted commenting on the Jurassic Park subreddit as Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to check out JurassicParkPodcast.com for all the links you heard here today. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us with any news stories, MP3s, segment ideas, top fives, or comments to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com, or you can submit questions directly on our website contact form. If you'd like to record something for the show, send it in to us and we'll feature it in an upcoming episode. If you don't have any way to record, you can give her voicemail a call and leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening, and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.